Y'all ready for this? Dun, 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 I don't think we can do that. No, no? Nope. Why? Because. You know why? We can. Because. Because this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek gamer or pop culture nerd? Well, I would classify myself as a geek gamer or pop culture nerd, and I know you do too. This is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of the space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as the launch pad, we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot you're looking for. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. The dark side dies. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Picking favorites! So, uh, yeah, watching this documentary, I found out that basically our yeah. uh, solar Real, system... Are we rolling? We're rolling. Oh, I like it. Keep going. This is great. Okay, so I watched this documentary recently, and I found apparently our solar system, you know, 90% of it, is uh, exists after, you know the, the sub or whatever the, what is it the mini planet? What do, what do they what do they dub Pluto now? The uh, baby baby planet. Yeah, what is that? It's a it's a mini, it's like not a I planet. From a, I remember I the, from the a planet, planet to not a planet. They it's revoked like it. They're like you're not a planet. Then they were like, okay, you can be a planet again, but a small planet. Yeah, you can be a. We're gonna have to invent a new category for you. So it's like a small planet. Yeah. So basically, ninety percent of our solar system exists past that point. What do you mean? How does that work? So, so only more... only like ten percent of our of our solar system is within you know the planets. Okay. Yeah, the, so the ninety percent of it is is past that point, and that basically our solar system is uh, roughly three light years across. Jeez Louise, it's uh, huge. That's great. That's wild. Well, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, you look at. I mean, it is. You look at the the. Anytime you see where the planets they get further and further apart. Yeah. So I mean, if Pluto, if there's another micro planet outside of Pluto, it would probably be the distance of. From here all, to Pluto. From here to Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Between yeah. the next and one, probably, we're, yeah. just, we're all just floating around the sun. <laughs> yeah. And that the Oort cloud is actually, uh, it's it's theoretical. You know, it's it's not. A, what is that like? Know. What is that? The Oort cloud is uh, essentially a bunch of comets that exist in the, uh, like, in the outer reaches Spelled of our. Spelled O-O-R-T. O-O-R-T, Oort cloud. Oort yep. cloud. Because yeah. I was like, all of our uh, listeners are going to go, wait, there's a cloud of orcs from uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings out in the galaxy? Oort cloud. Oort cloud. Because it'd be pretty fun if you saw just a bunch of orcs with fucking white named <laughs> handprints on their faces named floating after, around Pluto. Named after Dutch astronomer Jan Oort. I think it's Jan. Jan. Jan Oort. Jan Oort. Jan Oort. Theoretical spherical cloud of predominantly icy planet testimals. Yeah. Believed to surround the sun. Wow. That's wild. It's pretty cool, right? And that, the solar uh, system's the space is mind blowing. Yeah. It is. It's it is. unfathomable, I'm, actually. Well, okay. So here's here's the yeah. You look at it. 
And the Oort cloud is way after like Uranus and Pluto and all those. Oh yeah. And it's almost like if nobody, the, yeah, no, no. nobody. The the Oort cloud is. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the Oort cloud. And it shows where apparently Voyager it's right is. next to Uranus. <laughs> Watch you. out. And Thank then you. there's then there's Voyager. It shows where Voyager is. Uh, then the Oort cloud theoretical is almost as wide as from Jupiter to the Sun. Yeah, that's how thick that is. I love when you you air quoted theoretical. Like the Oort cloud, the theoretical Oort cloud, because <laughs> like, it's like because it cannot be out there. Yeah, yeah, at all. I like air quotes on a medium where you can't see anything. Right. So absolutely, <laughs> it works perfectly well. I like it. That's awesome. We're keeping. How's this that in. now? No. This is good. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Razzle, introduce. The, wait, play the mu- play the music. Yes, let's play the music and then we'll introduce you guys. <laughs> that music. Eight, seven. We're already off the rails. Like five, it happened immediately. Four, three, two, one. See, with the space theme, it totally worked. Check it out. I'm with my man Razzle and Tom. <laughs> Razzle about to do a big freestyle for ya. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a fun and interesting show tonight. Uh, as usual, my name is Razzle. It's Dave Kentucky Coleman. Dave Coleman is here, and we got two awesome guests uh, from the music group Charles McMansion, uh, two friends of mine, uh, Mr. Isaac Cappy and Tom Sandoval. Welcome them to the show. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, you guys already heard us talking about space and all that stuff, but here's a formal introduction. So that's, so that's <laughs> Good job, Razzle. Really nice work. Hey, you appreciate know, solid. it. Solid. You know, I don't deliver all the time, but sometimes I deliver. Half times. Half times. Half times. Half the time. Hey, yo, play that music again. <laughs> <laughs> that music, believe it or not, was written by uh, one of our co-hosts, Tyler Labine. Who? who? Tyler. Who? You, know, you guys, our audience loves Tyler. They're, they're, I love Tyler. I just haven't deal. seen him in months. We haven't seen him in months, but he's going to be on some upcoming episodes, hopefully soon, because they're back in New York now, and they can. Uh, oh yeah, we have a, a studio yeah. there, so we we'll bring him back soon. We miss and love you, Tyler. Yeah, we miss we miss you and love you, uh, guys. Uh, Tom and Isaac, uh, tell everybody about yourselves a little bit. Tell you like uh, tell us about Charles McGranchin and tell us about your guys' thing. I'm an Aquarius. I like long walks on the beach <laughs> and hot beats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a Cancer who will eventually die of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind? Uh, I don't know. Testicular. Yeah, There's that sounds lot. fun. Their skin. Yeah. As long as that's the, the most tragic. As long as the right t- goes out first, because the left is got- right. I think I got nose cancer. I got to get this lasered off. I've had this thing on my nose for like three months, and I got to go check it out because I'm scared. Maybe we should do that for the show. I have a lighter. A lighter will just burn it off. I'm not really sure that technically would work, but we could try it. We can try it. Dave Dave shot me in the eye once with a Nerf gun. Oh, my God. I'm never going to hear the end of this Nerf gun in the eye story. You were standing in front of it. Well, you pulled the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) I technically – I did, but it was – I did. I did shoot him in the eye. Hey, um – Cold blooded. It was cold blooded. <laughs> and it was on film, I think. He was. And he got, I mean, it hit him dead in the eye. Dead in the like, eye. Like, without any aim at all. Yeah. Like, none. None. He wow. just put his face in exactly nerf, the right spot. It was, it was one fate. of those Nerf Gatlin guns. Yeah, it had like 50 rounds in it. It was great. Just when the first one came out and popped him right in that the eye. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're all from different parts of the country. 
So this this first category should be a fun category. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to get into this? Wait, are we going to talk about their new music video? We can first? do that. Yeah. I thought I, you guys kind of was kind of yeah. You didn't even talk about Charles well, Manson. I was, I was like, talking to that, on? and they kind of started talking about their their spatial signs. Hey, you didn't say no jokes, man. <laughs> no, we want jokes. We want jokes. Just also we want, want information. Yeah. Hi, we're Charles McMansion. We make music <laughs> for your ears and your booties. We got a new single called TIP. That's good. Which stands for Touch in Public. <laughs> touch in Public, girl. And they'd find that. It's on YouTube, yeah? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's on the worldwide awesome. internet. Charles McMansion, TIP. Check it out. It's a world very world. fun video. That's we just watched video. it again. It's a great song. Uh, it's a good song. Thanks. It's fun. Thank you. Yeah, we actually. Um, you know, we were introduced by a friend of ours. We, uh, you know, both musicians grew up with music our most of our lives. Um, and, yeah, we kind of came together, and it, it was a uh, right fit, and we started making magic, you know? <laughs> Isaac's, Isaac's, uh, Isaac's a hook master, melody master, you know? I'm, uh, I'm good with lyrics. We, uh, we just kind of blend. Works. We we like prefer it. to think of ourselves as magicians. Yes, <laughs> magical. Like magicians. the you guys performing at the Comedy and Magic Club uh, down in Hermosa Beach this weekend. <laughs> well, the or the Magic is, Castle. Magic Castle. There's no there's no sleight of hand. It's more of just actual magic. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I was just born visual. in the Magic Castle. Visual yeah. magic. Yeah, and Aud- auditory auditory magic. magic. Uh, do you guys got any shows coming up? Are you looking at trying to do that live anywhere, or do you got any other songs? You We're in the studio what? right now studio, working on new stuff. It's just yeah. Tom's been super busy with yeah. press for his show. So. Yeah, it's been insane. We uh, Even though we wrapped with uh, principal filming, we're still having to shoot all our behind-the-scenes interviews oh, and wow. stuff like that. And then, you know, traveling. I, I was just in New York a couple weeks ago. I did an appearance in St. Louis this last week. And then I'm doing another one in Dallas this weekend. Oh, wow. So, That's yeah. a lot. It's been crazy. Guys, uh, uh, and for new listeners who may not know Tom just by hearing his name, he is Tom from Vanderpump Rules. That is correct. The hit show on Bravo that my wife w- loves to watch. She's going to be very la- – she's going to laugh because we'll take a picture today before we go. She'll be like, what the f- – what? Well, <laughs> you got to wait. You got to admit that you definitely you definitely watch it too. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I have watched some episodes. Yeah. And I go – I mean, we all work in television and movies and stuff, you know, all that entertainment kind of stuff. And it's like, and I've done reality shows, you know, worked on reality right, shows. Yeah, and, here and it comes, go, here it comes. I'm not going to, it's a show. Well, You yes. guys make a show. I'm not, it's not a criticism. It's a fun show. Yeah. But it's a show. It is a show. It is a show, yes. But just like every, just like all, like every Bravo show is a show. Of course it's a show. Right, it's a of show. The, it's one of the it biggest is, reality shows out there, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's the biggest show on Bravo outside of the Housewives franchise. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah. And we do, you know, obviously we are on Mondays and we compete against Monday Night Football, Dancing with the Stars, you know, The Voice, and and we hold our own. That's awesome. Um, But, but to get back to what you were saying about it being a show, our show is a very real show. And it's funny because a lot of people come up and they talk to me. They're like, okay, well, you know, I've worked in reality TV. Some girl was like going on about how she was on The Apprentice and all this. She's like, I know how this works. I know how this works. And, I, and they'll be like, so, so is, it, is it real? Is it, you know, it's, it's fake, right? Like, it's fake. Like, come on, I work in shows and stuff like that. I, I know, you know. And it's like, well, that might be your show. But our show is definitely not. And actually, that's one of the reasons why a lot of times it absolutely sucks filming our show because – 
you have a microscope over your life and you're around friends and people that you've known for many, many, many years that, you know, when we first started, when we first started shooting our show, we didn't know what the hell to expect, but then immediately shit got real, like first day of filming. And from then on, it's just been like that. Like there's, you know, if, if I was to try to put on a front or anybody else, they get called out immediately because it's like, as soon as, as soon as one person starts, you know, bearing their soul and, and, and starts really putting themselves out there, it's kind of like this, well, now you got to do the same thing because I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, you don't, get to, you don't get to come on and, like, change your name to Phoenix Dark and, like, say that you save lives a for name. a living. Whose you name know? is that? That's a good <laughs> name. That was actually <laughs> the name of... Uh, Razzle's very interesting Can I change now. my name to that name? <laughs> yeah. yeah right. It's like, fuck. Fuck. But I pick Razzle. <laughs> Phoenix Dark, that's way better. A lot of shows, a lot of shows actually try to uh, imitate our show, and they all make the same mistake, and that is that they cast those shows. Yeah. So it's like, you know, hey, nice to meet you. We're going to be filming a show together. And then it's like, oh, my God, look at Razzle's shirt. It's so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then Razzle's like, oh, I heard you said something about my shirt and blah, blah, blah. And that's like the extent of their drama because it's like if you don't really know somebody, yeah. what can you really say about them to truly, like, dig Hurt at them, them and, yeah. and piss them off? Why'd you eat my sandwich, Tom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, our problems and issues are all very real, and that's why everything is is so much bigger you know to us and and i guess to the audience because of uh of how real it is history what kind of dirt do you have on anybody speak Uh, loudly into my collar (laughs) i mean i have i have dirt on on everybody yeah and they all have dirt on me what kind of dirt do you have on isaac cappy Uh, from charles mcmansion who also makes an appearance on this season right yeah he does actually yeah um, I'm very frightened. <laughs> his, uh, his t-shirt's not really gray. Tom, <laughs> Tom and I have hung out he's drunk lying about. a number of times, so he's, he's seen some dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tom, I want to make sure, I, I, what I wasn't being critical of you no, or no, the no, show. I, no, I, I what I'm saying, it, it inherently in shows, obviously they accentuate, no matter the drama between, I, I absolutely believe the shows that I've watched of that of Vanderpump, that those issues are absolutely real. Yeah, I do not believe they contri- that you guys contrive storylines in order to make the show more compelling. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Okay. The well, only thing good. I no, no no, and I'm I'm being honest, but people, no, yeah. but it's inherent in people's behavior to in some instances where they normally wouldn't be sharing the kind of information that you guys share on the show because yeah. you know you absolutely know you're going to get caught 100%. Yeah. yeah, of course. So when people lie about the stuff they did that was on film, you I go, "How do you I don't understand that. I've never understood that. I mean, I've never done anything like that, but it, it, it's so crazy to me. Like, even watching this season, you see, you know, James lying to Kristen about, you know, sleeping with this girl, Jenna. And then it's like, and then, you know, in his interview bite, he's like, we were totally booning. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you thinking, man? Like, <laughs> That's what it, right. And Jax does right. that, too. Right. Jax and James. Yeah, they, they, I did see the episode last year where Jax totally had sex with that girl in the bathroom. Yeah. And he was like, no, I didn't. And you're like, dude, they... There's camera guys right outside the door. You were yeah. laughed up, bro. It happened. <laughs> we heard it. Yeah. So it's just a, but again, it's like, you know, and people do forget after a while. After It's just normal now, right? Like it doesn't even, like you guys just go about your day. 
when you're uh, shooting the show, I mean, obviously they yeah, set up. Yeah. They set up like, hey, we're gonna have the cameras here. Yeah. We're gonna do this conversation that you guys are gonna have over here. Yeah. I mean, but what happens is when we're filming, uh, you can't really be texting. We can't be texting each other because you know how a lot of things get resolved over text. You yeah. know, it's just like, hey, I was an asshole last night. Sorry My problem is only going to get worse over text. We got to talk. Uh-huh. We got to talk about it. We got to, you know, and right. obviously the cameras right. can't follow us. At, like I can't just bring cameras into McDonald's or wherever the hell I want. So they, you know, they have to schedule sure. everything ahead of time. And they're like, okay, well, you guys are going to show up. And then we kind of just go over everything that's going on in our lives at that, at that moment, at the current moment. I and, never thought of that. Texting, and, like you get in arguments, you just text. You're like, hey man, fixed. sorry. And it's like, I mean, and they always encourage you you know to speak up yeah. you know if you have an issue or something don't don't brush it under the rug don't don't be like yeah whatever it's like no if you feel a certain way you need to be vocal about it you need to exp- you know express that opinion yeah and why so yeah nobody wants why. to nobody wants hidden uh latent emotions that don't come to the th- don't bubble to the surface because yeah. that's not great they, that's they, not they, great television and it's not you don't people just, don't like well it's not they want to see that i mean they want to see the Oh, this guy's pissed at these two people are pissed at each other. We need to figure this out. Exactly. We want to see what the either the resolution is. Camels. Yeah, it's just storing that emotion up. It also makes it extremely. It also, you know, it it gives you extreme anxiety. It's like an adrenaline rush in like a sickening way when you have to confront somebody about something. Yeah, it's you know, and it's funny because I've always thought you know I've done I've done like seven movies. I've shot a you know few pilots or whatever i've done i've done acting since i've been out here i mean that's what i came out here for and uh you know i i've always i've always thought oh reality be so easy it's whatever and and it's actually the opposite it is so much harder than anything i've ever done as far as acting goes because it's just in real life the stakes are always higher it doesn't matter if i'm if i'm shooting a death scene in a movie and i'm Versus in a, on a show, I'm picking out a pair of shoes. Like, yeah. the, p- picking out the pair of shoes in real life is always, it, there's just more at stake. Yeah. Well, there's all, yeah, it's, or real, there's real consequences to people, what people perceive of your actual person. Or if yeah. you're, than of just the and character you have you're to playing. own it. Exactly. Right. I mean, I, if yeah, I was, you can't hide from it. Yeah. If I was, if I was in a you know, movie that took place in the 1800s and yeah. I'm, you know, using the N word or whatever, I can just be like, oh, that's my character in, yeah. in Django and, you know, Django and yeah. Chain. And my character was an asshole, but, it, but, in it, real life, in real life, I have to take responsibility for yeah. my actions, and that's the. Or if you're trying to sell a horse to Thor, yeah, like Isaac. Isaac was Isaac was at the the a horse you sold the dude you sold him. He was in the movie Thor. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's he, true. So what did you do? What did you do again? He tried to buy a horse for me. <laughs> it, is it in the movie? You know, I actually have a funny. Yeah, yeah, it's in the movie. I missed it uh, <laughs> when I got to set that day. Kenneth Branagh like took me aside before rehearsal, and he, like, stood probably two inches from me, stared right into my eyes, and talked to me for three minutes straight, just staring right into my eyes, being very specific about what he wanted. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then uh, a couple of months later, this guy came up to me. I was out, and he's like, hey, were you in Thor? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, cool. I'm head of Marvel security. I was like, cool. Hey, by the way, were you there that day that I shot? He's like, yeah. He's like, did you see when he came up to me and looked in my eyes and talked for like two minutes? Does he do that with everyone? He's like, no, just you. It's like <laughs> really weird. Bruno's <laughs> a really intense. I mean, he's a he seems like a really intense guy. Oh yes, uh, very serious about 
performance. And I mean, you know, most of his stuff is Shakespearean. Yeah. I, I was honestly super surprised that he did Thor. Um, it's it's cool not movie. a great movie. I, I don't love it. I, I think the whole third act is giantly problematic. It's better than the second one. No, the I second like the first one. I think better. the second one was way more. Inter- I think the second main problem more with the second one is no pet store guy. <laughs> <laughs> they true. need to bring that guy off. Bring well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say that the second one's better from my standpoint. One, because our co-host is in it. That's true. Uh, and plays a pretty significant role That's in the movie. True. But I think the fir- my big, biggest problem with the first one is that whole third act where it's the giant, you know, uh, I can't remember the character's name. The big metal monster that breathes fire in the little town. It's just like. It just seems so – like, the whole thing just seems so clunky. But that's just my opinion. I know. I could be wrong. That's I, thought right. it was visually, I thought it was a visually appealing movie. I liked I liked the visuals of it. Yeah, the way they set up the world and uh, Asgard is super cool, for sure. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like the third act. I thought it was just – it just felt clunky to me. I was like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. the, like, there's seven people in this town. It's like – you know what I mean? Like, it felt like the, <laughs> the low-budge version like, of a Marvel I don't movie. even care about this town. You kill like, three, three town up. Yeah. You kill three people. We don't that's care. half the population. Yeah, yeah and it's over, so I don't know. Uh, you know what's funny to me is when you were just talking about him, you know, him talking really close to your face. I've always thought about that in movies. Like, you know, it didn't hit me until, like, you know, maybe, like, ten years ago, you know, growing up watching movies my whole life. How, like – the good guy and the bad guy will be talking this <laughs> close, Face and up. it doesn't. It doesn't seem weird in the movie because it's such a close-up shot. But yeah. I've always just wanted to like take those take those shots and like just back them up about ten feet and, my- and just see how <laughs> awkward that is. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, like in Face Off, like you know, uh, Troy. Cage and. Yeah. Uh, and Travolta. Travolta just sitting there like this, but it's like, what does that look like if we just back the camera up about twenty feet? <laughs> like and it just says all, all of this empty <laughs> field, and it's just two guys like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, situations that never happen. Wide shot on that. Yeah, situations that never happen in real life. Two guys who want to kill each other <laughs> one centimeter apart from their faces, and they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just discuss how they want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the formula of the of a reality show, which uh, I was just told recently. Like, basically, in on reality shows, most of the time, what you see is you see people talking about how they're going to do something, then doing it, and then talking about what they just did, and then talking about the next thing. It's essentially the <laughs> the formula for every reality. That's the show. housewives show for sure. My yeah. wife watches. Like, I'll hear in the back, like, wait, are they just discussing? The party they're all about to go to? Yeah. Yes. And then they all go to the party. Yeah. Then some giant drama happens at the party, and then it's the same interview that happened. They did, they did all the interview before after the party happened, right? Yeah. All that stuff happened after, and they talked about the before. They show the, the what happened, and then they talk about the after in the same sitting, you know what I mean, as the before. So you go, this is the weirdest, like, because you, you know what happened. Yeah. But you set it up so that it's like, you, again, you're creating the tension yeah. of the drama of the scene, and they're just telling a story in a you know a way that makes sense, and it's also you know that you it's, can shoot. You know it's kind of I mean? weird though when you simplify it like that. It is no, it is. It, it, yeah, I, I don't think like, a lot. Oh. Of, I honestly don't think a lot of people think of it that way. I, yeah, I never did. I never did. One of our producers just t- you know told me that, and I was like, wow, that is kind of how it is. It's crazy. When you, when you simplify it like that. Isaac's pointing at me with the thing about Terminator <laughs> Salvation. No, no, no. No, no, no. Never mind. No, tell us I was about just telling you if you wanted a good story. 
Do you we want hate, to hear, we hate, we hate, we hate good, good stories. stories. Now you ruined it because you like called me out. Oh, hey, that's what happens. <laughs> well, you can tell it after we talk about the first topic. Yes. All we'll right. The first topic, and then we'll hear this yeah, Terminator okay. salvation story. All right. So, <laughs> which what do we want our first topic to be? We got uh, favorite karaoke song. Got favorite place to hang out when you were in middle school. And we got favorite Michael Jackson song. What, which topic do you guys want to tackle first? Ooh, favorite place to hang out in middle school. And then what was favorite? What was karaoke, karaoke song? Ooh. Um, Honestly, the karaoke song and Michael Jackson song is like, I got so many of both. It's yeah, exactly. Well, you got the the show. The show. Picking favorites. I like it. Right, it's about right. picking one that your favorite. That's why, yeah. It's so okay. tough. Okay. All, right. That's what's, All right, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. Great. You can change it tomorrow. I'm going to pick one. Out. Yeah, it's just for today. I'm going <laughs> to pick a favorite karaoke song. Britney Spears, Toxic. Ooh, that's yeah. That's How many times have you performed that song? Oh, God. Fifteen. Yeah. There, f- there was a time, though, where I was a karaoke DJ. That was one of my gigs. Really? Yeah. So I've done, like... Like, go to different bar to bar, like, different yeah, nights? Yeah, I had, like, a few nightly gigs, and I stopped because I was guaranteed two massive hangovers every week. Because I had to be drunker than everyone else coming up to me because they were so annoying. Yeah. When am I going? When's my turn? When am I up next? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're not going at all. I'm going next. All right, Toxic, I'll give you that. That's, that's cool. It's a fun song. It's a fun pop song. It gets the ladies kind of hyper and dancing. Going. Got it. No, yeah. that's, a, that's what you're supposed to do as a DJ for karaoke, or just, right? Get yeah, going. Or just anyone going to karaoke. I can't stand when people are like, cool, I'm going to do fucking Tool, dude. It's going to be awesome. It's like, <laughs> asshole, that song is eight minutes long yeah. and really boring, yeah. and you're bumming everyone here out. Like, this is not... A concert. This is karaoke. And can people you want please to have fun. not do Journey. Oh, don't oh stop because you can't sing it. Or meatloaf, or meatloaf. Like no karaoke. It should be a karaoke rule that it cannot be longer than three and a half minutes. My dad he used to be on the radio, and he uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light was the taking a crap song. They had a uh, <laughs> monitor in the uh, in the bathroom, and so he like would go take a shit. When they would put that song oh on, my God. <laughs> and then they would know. Yeah, it's like seven minutes or whatever. Jeez Louise. Long, so yeah, that was the taking a crap song. Yeah. That's amazing. You can play that. Blue Oyster Cult. I mean, can you imagine if he's got like diarrhea that day? It's like, how many times is the do the people hear Paradise? Well, you just go, you just go American Pie, Freebird. Like you just play every, <laughs> yeah. you know, six minute plus song <laughs> in a row. The diarrhea set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> diarrhea set. Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Oh, um, man. Tom, Tom what about you? you? What's your favorite karaoke song, man? Uh, I would have to say recently I discovered Paradise City. Okay. Even though that's a long song, I actually really like singing it because I have to fully, fully commit to it, and I get this crazy adrenaline rush. Like it's like a – like I'm like full – like it's like a full body workout. You're channeling Axl Rose? Yeah. And apparently from what uh, – from what I've heard, that Axl Rose They're stopped performing up. that song uh, many years ago. Like, like as they were still really popular in the okay. '90s, he wouldn't he wouldn't even perform that song because it was so hard for him to sing. I believe it. I mean, he he does like three different types of yeah, it's crazy on that song. Supposedly, Guns N' Roses is getting back together to tour. What? Yeah, with Slash, Axl, and Duff, and all of them. Yeah. I'm actually working with a guy. Uh, um, I'm working with a guy on. He's. Uh, Vocal vocal lessons and stuff like that, and he actually trained with the same girl who um, who trained Axl Rose. Actually. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome! Really cool shit, mind blowing shit that I've never heard. Because I've taken He's, voice lessons yeah. before, and the, and this stuff is just like 
so weird and so out there, but but completely makes sense and it yeah. like makes everything easier. The I've thing, only had one lesson, so I'm an expert now. So, <laughs> so I got it down. <laughs> Razzle, what about you? I'm going to say Jungle Love by Morris Day in the Time. That's a good one. I uh, Yeah, that's a good one. I did A long time ago, I used to have a, this big beard. And when I did the song for the first time, it was at a place called uh, The Backstage in Culver City there. And it was a karaoke night, and I went there with my buddy. And it was like a bunch of... Uh, it was it was like a bunch of like older middle aged women like it was like a bunch of birthday parties type of a thing going on for some reason and I go in and I do that song and everybody like the skinny white dude singing this song and it just everybody loved it, it I brought nice. the house down it was so fun nice. Such a, and it's a fun song you know what I uh, my old really go to karaoke song was Bohemian Rhapsody yeah and uh, I once went to this film festival this short film I had won some award and um. And the last night, there was a karaoke party. So it was all these, like, film nerds at this party. And I did Bohemian Rhapsody. And they literally picked me up and were crowd surfing me. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. That is great. <laughs> uh, I can't sing at all. So Dave, what's yours? Um, it's funny. I used, to try to, I used to do Love Shack all the time with somebody just because it was fun and the guy yeah. didn't really sing. Yeah, and you can kind shouted. Of, yeah, you can kind of mimic his voice and it's like, shack. Love Shack, baby! And yeah. so you don't have to really sing. It's as big as a whale! Yeah, it's about <laughs> to set, set sail! My buddies and so I used, used, to, we used to do karaoke songs as him, so it could be the most <laughs> random song. Just that guy. <laughs> just that yeah. guy. But the new one that I like to do is Uptown Funk because it's not really sung. It's kind of half sung, half rapped. Don't believe me, just watch. So you can get you can kind of get that out without having to sing really well, and yeah. it's still everybody loves that song. Yeah, I like that you're picking the good vibe songs. Yeah, get the party going. Yeah, yeah, you got to do something. You have fun. to karaoke's got to be fun. I feel like it, you, yeah. it, there's no reason to do bummer karaoke songs unless it's you know 9 p.m. and there's literally no one in the yeah. bar and no one's singing. Then you you're can like, do a I'm ballad. gonna sing some Morrissey. Yeah, or I'm gonna <laughs> do a really depressing like country song. You know, oh, what I mean? you know what's yeah. funny is I don't even I don't even really know any of the words to Paradise City. But if you just get on the microphone and you're like, you can't tell. You can't tell. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you the words except for like a few of them. Yeah. Another urchin living under the street. Oh. In case it's tough to beat. Oh, that part I know. Oh, look at Razzle. He knows all the words. You read the jacket. No, I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan. I used to listen to that album front to back like all the time. That used to be the only thing in my city pair. Damn. I was like that with My Michelle's a better song though. Really? Yeah, my, my Michelle's gooder than uh, Rocket Queen. It's gooder? Rocket Queen at the end. At, at, it's the gooder. It's the like gooder Rocket song. Queen. The, the, two part, the two parts at Rocket Queen. I'm not familiar. The last song on uh, Appetite for Destruction. It's a great song. Good album. Good, good album. good album. I was uh, a big fan of the Terminator 2 song. You could be mine. That's yes. Fucking oh, yes. Tom, Tom, Tom loves this song from Back to the Future 3. Which one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the E.T. Entertainment Tonight. That's the Entertainment Tonight. I love that song. <laughs> back to the Future 3? Or is, is that it two? Top? Is it 2 or 3? It's 3. It's when they go back to the, to the Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spins the drum around. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> That's ZZ Top. <laughs> one time yeah. Tom and I were hanging out, just like watching it. You know, I hadn't seen the movie in years, and it, it comes on, and Tom's like singing along all stoked. I'm like, Dude, <laughs> I love this. I love, I love how they play it twice too yeah. in the movie. It's great. It's great. Hey guys, we're gonna hear that Terminator story as soon as we come back from break. Uh, listen, please uh, frequent our sponsors, and uh, we'll be back in just a sec. Thanks. Picking favorites. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. 
Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Then this is Dave's raising his hand. I would. Guess what, I w- Dave? I would. Guess what, Dave? That's a rhetorical question because this subscription box is for you, them, the listeners, not you, Dave. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. You get more? You get more, Dave. I love it. I love yeah, more. I, I love more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as the launch pad, we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot you are looking for. Funko Pop. This is the loot you're looking for. Funko Pop. This is the loot you're looking for. Basically, Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. No soup for you. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Picking favorites! Hey, welcome back. That was yeah, the, we're that was back. That's break. what that's yeah, what that is. That was a break. That was a break that literally and loot crate in real time. It took two seconds, but in in your time, I don't know. It, it wasn't cool that you cut short. <laughs> yeah, we didn't Paradise actually by get a break. By the way, <laughs> it wasn't Sorry. cool, man. I was Sorry. I was mid I was mid mid wipe <laughs> when you guys came back in. That's always the most in. awkward thing. It's like having somebody open the door mid wipe. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like ah, oh, I was about to be done, but then that's the most. But now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and you no, guys, you guys have discovered that I don't hover. I actually tip. You tip. I tip. Yeah, I'm a tip. Yeah, I'm a tipper. Tipper. Yeah. What karaoke? No, some people <laughs> lean forward and some like people when you're tip. wiping. Yeah, but when you're oh, I I, lean. I, lean I actually I stand up. What? That's yeah. weird. I know. I uh, I don't Man, know. You can't. I tell it's people gonna, that. You this is gonna be a there. weird conversation. I tell right people now. that, and they're like, "What?" I'm like that means you got to dig in there pretty deep. Stand up. Dave, what do you do? Baby wipes. Baby wipes? Ooh. Baby yeah. wipes are nice. Anybody who doesn't use baby wipes, I don't understand. I'm sorry, I don't get it. It's like a bidet. If you're at home, if you're at home and don't use baby wipes, I don't understand. Like it's not like it's new technology. It's pretty new. I mean it's, baby wipes have been around for a long time. How long have they been? When, around? They, when were they? Baby invented? wipes? The eighties? Nah, that's only You've been years. having wet wipes. <laughs> your mom having like a little package of wet wipes in her purse since you were a kid. Yeah. And that's I'm older than all y'all, so I, I know it's been around for at least thirty five <laughs> years. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wet wipes, baby wipes. What, what's right, going but on? You, but do you lean? Do you tip? I don't. Uh, no, I'm not a. I don't lean or tip. Okay. What do you just? How do you do baby that? wipes? I just baby wipe. It's weird. I don't know. I, I, I don't don't, think you I've understand. never asked <laughs> you. No, I understand what you're saying. I just don't want to get into my actual habit. <laughs> but I feel like I was bearing a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I. This, this is, is a gonna, problem. All right. It's gonna sound weird. Yeah. I guess it's gonna sound weird. I don't know. I, I never really ask other people how they do this. I me either. So. This is the first time I've talked about it. I, I go. How, I don't know why I did that. Um, this is what happens when you're on a reality show. You get used <laughs> to just bearing it all. I think you get better, uh, especially with a baby wipe. I think you get better leverage going underneath. Underneath, yeah. from the front. From the front. See, that's why I stand up because you guys are like, you know, you're going near your balls. I don't have to deal with it. I'm just going from the back. Yeah, but then it's no, because sh- then they hang sh- down. 
It's just no. <laughs> you take, you pull them up, and then you do the wipe, and it's done. I think you need to go back to class on this one, Isaac. I think the uh, I think my method is the there. best. And Isaac, y'all Isaac, Isaac nope. our audience is dying to hear this Terminator Salvation story. Well, it wasn't that good. You just sounded like you were fishing for stories. No, 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 no. You were pulling. You were pointing at your phone. I was just like, hey, this is a decent story, but yeah. whatever. Well, uh, now I want to okay. hear it. All right, fine. It's it's decent. So uh, I show up on set at Terminator Salvation, and I didn't have a script. I didn't know what part I was playing. And it's like the first really big budget thing I'd done, and I'm just like shitting bricks. And um, finally, I get the script. Uh, we go to set for a rehearsal. Um, before the rehearsal, I have a meeting. It's like Mick G and Christian Bale. I'm fucking nervous. And uh, Hold on. He's the light guy that Christian Bale was yelling at. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Although that I was like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense why that happened. Uh, no further comment on that. Okay. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, we're talking about the scene, and I, I guess I burped, and Christian Bale was right in front of me, so I guess I blew it to the side, and Mick G was like, "Do you just burp on my face?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Yeah, you did. I saw the burp and blow." I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the worst day ever." Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. G, Mr. <laughs> G McG. <laughs> Anyways, we go about our business. Uh, a few weeks later, I, someone that was, I don't know, some department on the movie, uh, they were like, dude, McG like totally farted on someone. I was like, I wonder if I inspired that. <laughs> His was very willful, though. Just like, <laughs> went up to someone, farted on him. <laughs> That's, That's what you're saying. <clears throat> so you did were, Christian Bale yell inspiring. at you? What's that? Did Christian Bale ever yell at you? No, he didn't yell at me. Although at one point I was like, uh, between there was a scene he needed to like have this beat where he like realizes the gravity of the situation. So after a take, I was like, "Hey, uh, was that enough time on the beat? Because my line is right after it." Yeah. And he just like looked at me and walked away. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, bro. Just trying to help you out. I'd have a hard time not asking Christian Bale if he likes Huey Lewis in the news. So do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> I like Huey Lewis in the news. I want to be like, dude, Batman 2 is so good, Psycho. man. How good was Heath Ledger? <laughs> he was so amazing. American Wasn't Psycho. He? <laughs> yeah. No, he's I a great this. actor. I, he's great. I, he's an amazing I, actor. I saw this uh, Huey Lewis in the news cover band when I was in. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Where were we? Oh, we were in Napa. They're so good. Huey Pretty Lewis cool. in the news. Yeah, dude, I was stoked. I could talk about them all day. Yeah. It's, it's funny we haven't done a Huey Lewis in the News episode. We haven't. Not many people like Huey Lewis in the News. I as like Huey Lewis. He's awesome. So good. He's awesome as well as the News. They're awesome, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're both awesome. It's true. <laughs> I think we're only going to have time a Raz for one other topic Oh, today. this is it. Yeah. This is it. That's all I know. Weren't their heads buried? In, weren't they buried up to their heads yeah. in sand in the video? And Damn, I got a good memory. Damn, and the I beach. got a good memory. All their videos were great. Their videos were kind of like funny ahead of its time. I feel like they were, all, and they always yeah. wore, wore like suits on the beach and things like that. Charles McMansion is definitely bringing back some of that. We're I like bringing it. back the uh, yeah. the, the brass section, suits, the suits, brass. We definitely are like uh, I would compare us to almost like a modern day Blues Brothers. Okay, we come in, we kick ass, we melt faces, and uh, we leave. Then we dip we out. We leave everyone in yeah. shambles. You gotta be. You gotta do a video where you're buried up to your necks in your suits. Yeah, in the sand. <laughs> We've already got a pretty good idea for another video. You but, should do that. But we got to keep it on the low. Yeah, so. on the low. 
Low, low. We won't. Low, low. We won't tell anyone. Um, Dave, what uh, what what topic should we talk about? What should our final topic be while we while we? Well, the middle school one's kind of funny because I grew up in the country, so I didn't get to go anywhere when I was in middle school. Like we hung out in like the neighborhood. Like it was just like the neighborhood. Okay. Which isn't even like a city. The or neighborhood a town. of what town were you from again? I'm from a little place called Paintsville, but I didn't even live. And that town's got like 4,500 people. But Where I, is that? I didn't actually grow up in that town. Where's uh, Paintsville? Eastern Kentucky. Oh, damn. Like down around uh, where Loretta Lynn grew up or in Butcher Holler. The one and only Loretta Lynn. One and only Lynn? Queen of Country Music. Woo! I grew up is in the that, same town as her. Is that close to where Johnny Depp's from? No, he, I think he's Owensboro. from more Owensboro, which is Western Kentucky, which ain't really country, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's I'm more really, European. Yeah, I mean, honestly, comparatively, accent. Owensboro is more like uh, uh, Missouri. Oh, okay. Frankly, than it That's is where I'm Kentucky. From. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not. I mean, again, mountains. It's like pretty flat out there, so it's more midwestern. Whereas you know, this is more Appalachia. You know, coal mines, mountains, all that kind of thing. That's cool. So I grew up about ten miles outside of that small town. So we did, we had like a neighborhood maybe of like fifteen houses. Wow. That were in this one kind of like thing uh, behind the, the grade school we all went to. So it wasn't like we could go, oh, we're going downtown. The like, schoolhouse? Yeah. But it was, like a co- it was like a weird school. It was like this pods. It was weird. I mean, like I, all I, one level. I think when you're a kid, though, like there's going to be that uh, you're not going to have that much mobility anyways, especially Yeah, like but if you grew school. up in L.A., like if you grew up in like even Encino or Studio City, you can ride your bike to like – a restaurant or like, you know what I mean? You hang out at the mall. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like we didn't have, there's I, the closest mall in my hometown was 75 miles away. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. So well, we never got to them. There was no mall that you I, went with your parents. I remember when I went to Kentucky, they, uh, I was in Owensboro and they, um, uh, my ex-girlfriend a long time ago, she lived, she was from there and there was a gas station that people would hang out at on Friday nights. And then you could drive about half an hour to Blockbuster or, what was it, TGI Fridays or Applebee's or whatever? There really wasn't yeah. much around. But I don't know. I, I was, uh, when I was a kid, and I don't know if you guys did this, but um, I really liked, I, I was always, I always liked adventurous things, like going on a little adventures. So I remember there was a subdivision my mom lived in that we would go into this field and there was this monastery that used, they used to own all this land, tons of land. And these buildings are like, you know, 100 plus years old. <laughs> Uh, St. Stanislaus was was what okay. it was called. And they had all these old, like, buildings. And one of them was, like, abandoned. A couple of them were abandoned, but they wouldn't knock them down because they were sort of historical. But we would, like, go inside these buildings and explore, and they're, like, rotting away. That's awesome. We went down in this basement one time. We slid down these, like, PVC pipes down into this basement trying to open up this, like, iron door that supposedly led to, like, a tunnel that supposedly led all the way to, like, the Mississippi River. Like, there was wow. all this folklore. Yeah. That's like some Goonies shit right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we it – w- it was crazy. Like, we would um, – we found bones in there one time that, like, we thought might be human. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we would go through this monastery, and, and this – we ran into this guy one time, and he was talking about, like, how many exorcisms he had, like, performed – was pretty crazy. That's awesome. This guy seemed like a little crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Was did you run into this guy at that monastery? Or? We did actually, not during this time when we were like exploring, but what was really cool is when you got to the roof of this building, which was crazy, you had to climb through all this stuff and like these weird sort of not necessarily ladders or steps to get to this roof, but you could see the arch 
from and we were probably about half an hour from downtown but you when you got on the roof of this building you could see and the And you're arch. like what 15 13 14 like 12 Holy shit okay 12 13 yeah That's we wild would, We would go exploring and then besides that we would go through like these manholes we would go into we would go into this huge I entrance had to the store. It was very much like it or like the movie Brick. Yeah. And we would go through these manholes and then we would just pop up in random areas and just be like, where are we? No way, dude. I had crazy. friends that would do that. I had friends in high school that would do that shit. And it's like they would traipse around these manholes around the city and like pop up. And it's just like, it always freaked me out because you never know how, like, they always wanted me to do it, and I'm always like I can get claustrophobic. So the fact that I mean you could be going forward, and then it just gets smaller and smaller. Let alone, and then you got to backtrack, and then let alone popping up into a manhole, and you could be like in the middle of a street, you could be in the sidewalk. Like. Oh yeah, and and you know when you're doing manholes, it's like this sort of like penguin walk because there's water yeah. between <laughs> your legs. So you're walking like this, and then you're constantly doing the the karate chop. Yeah. In case there's any spider webs. You when yeah. you're doing manholes, you gotta do a penguin walk. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that was like, that's so that's awesome. Yeah, it was that's my wild. We used to we used to sneak out at night too a lot. It was pretty funny. Um, we used to sneak into my friend's house and uh, have to walk by his dad sleeping on the couch to wake him up, and he would be blasting television, and we would sometimes we would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the I like to envision it like there's the manhole in the front room with his dad <laughs> and you have to like wait till he's drunk passed out on the couch and then you open the manhole and go down yeah. It reminds and it's me glowing. Of, it reminds me of that movie Little Monsters where the you the the monsters you could it was a monster world oh, yeah. and then you come up through underneath the bed in different locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really cool. Isaac, what about you? What what was some of your favorite um, hangouts in, in middle school? Uh, nuclear fallout shelter. Really? Uh, no. I'm just after Tom's story. I'm like, <laughs> I like to play basketball with my friends. <laughs> I suck at basketball. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have any uh honestly I think Or part, like part of me blocked out middle school. Really? Just out of my mind. Like what did your friends do in the summertime when you weren't going to school? Just played basketball. Yeah. You know, hood rat stuff. Okay. Ride bikes around the hood. Right on. That's fun. I used to... Uh, <laughs> I didn't even do drugs then, so I don't even have, like... We used to sneak out of class and go smoke cigarettes. I remember in, like, junior high, we would, like, sneak... Like, you remember those watches that you could turn the TV off? So I'd have somebody, like, turn the TV off of the, uh, the TV, and then, you know, the teacher would go, what's wrong with the TV? And go up to the TV, and then I'd walk Duck out, out the classroom. That's yeah. amazing. I used to have a universal remote in high school, and I would walk around turning off the TVs and turning on the TVs in high school. Nice. You just brought that shit from home, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's well, cool. I went out and bought it, and then I, you know, I, I used to buy stuff just to mess around with high school stuff. Um, <laughs> what about you, Razzle? Where's yeah, your favorite place uh, to hang out in middle school? In middle school, I would say I had a few things. Um, like, we, I would go on adventures, nothing like in, in the, the, the underground or anything like that. Um, but we had uh, a trail behind our house that we everybody in Bay City, Michigan, known as the trails. And at some point, somebody built, like, bike trails. Like, it was, like, bike trails with jumps and things like that out oh, of wow. dirt. And it was all, like, surrounded in, like, shrubbery and things like that. So it was really fun and really neat. And people would go there. Did you have a dino detour? I had a dino comp. <laughs> Whoa! I had a dino comp. Yeah. And then I had a uh, a GT Mustang, I think, was another one. GT uh, Performer? No, it was a GT Mongoose. Mongoose. But did you have um, pegs on the back? I did, of oh, course. Okay, all right. Um, and the front? On the, oh, yeah. On the, I had front and back remember, on my Dino Remember the Com. Endo? Wow. My Dino Com was purple. Purple is my favorite color. It was and a great the, purple. There was those loops on the... Uh, yeah. On the... 
I used to life. surf. I used to be able to surf for like a long time. Like when you 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 ride the bicycle and then you get it going and then there's like loops by the seat and you put you you pick oh, your yeah, feet up yeah, yeah, yeah. and you you'd put your feet underneath the seat yeah. and you would just stand and coast and I could coast for like maybe 500 feet 600 feet Whoa! long time so dangerous and like dumb as like a kid like that sounds knowing, really fun knowing, actually knowing as an adult how hurt you could get it's just like no nonsense you never yeah. think about that you say no. that um, kid. the thing well, is, is you can't Smith. get hurt when you're a kid yeah, it's exactly. impossible yeah. Uh, well you are invincible kids are broke, invincible I, I did break a few arms by one was a bike wreck one was jumping over cricks. Cricks? Which is a cr- yeah. Oh, creek. right, the creek. How wide is this creek? Right, the creek. It was not that wide, but it's like one of those things where you think you can do it, and then you land Halfway. short. Well, I landed on the side of the thing, but I instead of letting my feet hit first, I put my hands down, oh, which just man. you know fractured my wrist, and I was like, wait, that sucked. Swollen. <laughs> hey, and then they're like, what happened? I'm like, oh, I was you know jumping the creek, uh, and that's what happened. Stupid, but yeah, uh, I got hurt several times yeah. like that. I got my uh, I got my nose broken twice with a baseball bat. <laughs> Walking behind somebody twice, I made while the same mistake twice while they were swinging. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> two once different was, times. Yeah, two different times. Once oh, when I was man. three, and once when I was five. The three year old, I'm gonna give you a pass. I on. got clocked in the yeah. I got clocked in the forehead with a three wood by someone doing the same thing. Wow, I was too Uh-oh. close to someone swinging a golf club. Oh, <laughs> Did knock you out. Uh, for a bit. Really? How cold? <laughs> like, I mean, it knocked me out for maybe like 30 seconds or whatever. Did it like, like Ronda Rousey knock you out? Like, no. like that kind of r- knocked out? <laughs> I've never been got knocked Rousey'd. out. Ever. Really? I got knocked out a couple times. I've been times. in a lot of fights, but I've never been knocked out. A couple times. Not through fights, but yeah. like running into a tree playing football or something. Oh, God. How'd you awful. run into a tree? Because you're, pa- like you're catching oh. the pass, and all of a sudden you d- like you're past. The- you know, you're playing in a yard. You're not yeah. playing in a field. Oh, yeah. I and pictured I was, you playing in the woods right next to the creek. Well, it was a woods. <laughs> Over in actually, Kentucky. Well, I was up in Ohio when I had that happen. Oh, okay. I was up in Ohio. Did you guys have any epic fights when you were young? No, I've never gotten any fight. Oh, man. I had one that was just insane. Yeah? Oh, my gosh. It was like one of the scariest things I've ever... How old were you? How young are we talking? Uh, I think it was ninth grade. Okay. And... Uh, this kid, we, we had been going back and forth in school, and he came up to me, and I was always extremely afraid of fighting, but I wouldn't back down from anything, but I was, like, secretly, like, wanting any excuse, like, for there to be rain to get out of fighting. <laughs> and uh, this kid, he was, like, kind of a, a bully in my high school. Uh, he came up and, like, hit me, you know, and I remember, like, I just stopped, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he just hit me. It was, like, after, after like, sixth hour where you're getting ready to leave. And I turned around, grabbed him, and hit him a bunch of times. And then we got separated. We both got suspended. And then later on, he ended up, my friend uh, Doug had a, like, party. And he came over with all of his, like, you know, I'm, like, 14 years old. He comes over with, like, all these, like, 18, 19-year-old guys, like, rides up in a motorcade in our subdivision. (laughs) There's, There's, like, a, you know, we're, like... We, you know, you're too cool to ride your bike, but like you can't drive yet. Yeah. We're like there, and I'm walking up to his house, and this subdivision is like a one way in, one way out. My friend Doug is like at the very back of the subdivision, literally the last street to where it ends. So it goes to a T. It goes to a T, and there's a street light right there. And I just remember like running to go into his house, and basically they were sitting outside of his house, like all like 50, 50 dudes, grown men, with this guy because his older brother, you know. Of course. And uh, and they're like, we're not leaving till you come out. We are not leaving till you come out. Like basically, like so, I had to go outside, and you know, this guy was notorious for like jumping people and shit. And like, 
Basically, I went outside. We both. Uh, I took off my no fear sweatshirt. A no uh, fear. <laughs> I'm gonna be taking this off because I feel like it's not a proper representation of how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, what, exactly. What, what, you, what was the phrase on it? Do you remember what the phrase said? Uh, it just. It was white. It said no fear on the right here, and then it had something. In blue That's in on a the movie back. where someone yeah. goes, "How ironic is that fucking shirt right now?" <laughs> no, right? I mean, they're like, seriously. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> So I roll out there underneath the streetlight. There's literally a whole, like, circle of people, and I'm so scared. I, like, can't even look up. I'm, like, my shoulders are up. I'm, like, shaking. And I have one, you know, I have one friend who's, like, a true badass who, like, grew up in a rough neighborhood. He's got one of these, like, things tied around his waist. It's basically a chain with the hooks. It's an old school. You know how they have the bungees with the hooks? Yeah. He has an old school one that's basically chain. Okay. And he has this thing around his waist. And uh, basically, I, I, I just keep that in mind. So I walk out there, <laughs> and, like, I'm walking up, and I walk into the circle, and, like, my friend Doug's like, Tom, behind you. And I look, and this dude's running up with his fist back, you know, doing that skip thing. And, uh, and I just I hit him with everything before he had a chance to get that shot out. And then I, like, took him up against the car. And uh, I was wrestling at this point, so which is a, like, huge advantage. And uh, he tried to get me in a headlock. I grabbed both of his arms like this, slipped my head out. I got, like, one full knee to the face, then almost, like, two other full knees to the face, and then, th- like, head and armed him, like a forward headlock, like a real headlock. Okay. And head and armed him, hock-locked him, turned him over into the ground. I think I kicked him once, and I went down on the ground with him, kept all my weight on him. Because, like, one of the things when you get on the ground with somebody in wrestling is you never want your knees to touch the ground because you want them to support your body right. weight. So I'm like spinning around this guy, kind of looks like, almost like breakdancing in a way, spinning around him, just hitting him. Like, I think I, I mounted him at one point, and, uh, and then basically, at this point, all of his friends were getting ready to fucking jump in and kick yeah. my ass. And like, all my friends are like, I think 15 at the oldest, <laughs> like they're like 14. This dude, these are like dudes with like facial hair, like yeah. grown men, you know, and my friend Vince steps in slings that fucking thing off like this looks up at this dude that's like six four and basically is like who wants who wants this thing who wants this thing to the side of their head first Ugh. like essentially like like if you have a double barrel shotgun and there's 10 people you're yeah. like okay well i only got two shots but so who's getting Someone's it first getting it first yeah and he basically saved my ass wow and i mean i would have gotten my my oh, yeah. face stomped in. I, I've been so in that situation, except I didn't have a friend with a chain. And it was like uh, four guys on 20. I had, wow. a friend, I had a friend start a fight with a frat in front of their frat oh, house. Oh, my God. In front of their frat house. And he was so drunk. And, like, he, he, so he started this fight. He got knocked out instantly. There was a little scuffle. Uh, two, two of the guys, there was four of us, two of them Houdini'd. And then, um, so the fight was over, but this one guy came out, like, wanting a fight still. He's like, let's go, pussy, you and me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, like, just real quick, just started elbowing him. And then, like, five guys pull me down. And then it's, like, kicking. And- it's messed up. <laughs> it's bananas. And, and in the end, nothing was solved. But I still didn't get knocked out. <laughs> kicked in the head. Kicked in the head. Still didn't get knocked out. Now we're out. all friends. Here's what got solved, our, our testosterone issues. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. what fighting's about anyways, right? Gentlemen, um, 
I want to thank you guys for joining us. This yeah. has been awesome. This has been fun. Uh, where can everybody find you on the internet and social media and all of that type of stuff? Uh, all those places. Yes. <laughs> all the normal places to find people. Charles McMansion. CharlesMcMansion.com. You can check me out, uh, Tom Sandoval one on Instagram and on Twitter. And then our show, you know, my show Vanderpump Rules is on Mondays at nine o'clock. Is the new out. season airing right awesome. now? Yeah, the new it's season. Out. We're on. Uh, awesome. We got. Episode Don't act like you ain't seen them all. Six. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I haven't seen one this this year. I haven't seen one. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh wait, you know what? I saw one part. I saw one part where one of the girls was yelling to Lisa about her husband or something. I oh saw, yeah, I yeah, caught yeah. that part. That's what I caught. That was uh, Sheena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. And then Isaac Cappy and Instagram. Yeah. And Twitter, right? Yeah. And in Thor. Yeah. Thor. yeah, check out Thor. I'm in a lot of movies for like five seconds. <laughs> you can check out my IMDb, yo. You need a plot device as a character? Call me up. <laughs> you plot come through. Come through. Uh, but you can't knock him out. Yeah. And you know where everybody can't knows where to find out. us. Yeah, uh, yeah we're here, so guys. We're here. Uh, support our sponsors. Go to thenerdmachine.com. Uh, check out all our stuff. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. It's Thank been a you. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Bye. For us. Picking favorites. Hey, nerds. Uh, we've stocked up the Earwolf store with lots of stuff to wear, hang, or give this holiday season. Each sale supports our show, helps us employ a guy named Nick that ships all this stuff from a bunker in LA, and helps you be extra festive this holiday season. Support Earwolf by visiting earwolf.com. Click shop and get 10% off with the code HOLIDAY through December 11th. That's code H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. Go there now, Earwolf.com. Do it. Thank you. Hi, Earwolf listeners. I'm your cuckoo, Kulapi Lysak. And I'm your wee-wee, H. Michael Cray. We host Who Charted. It's a show where we talk about what's on the new music, movies, and TV charts. Then we interview a special guest and use charts to learn about their lives. And it sounds like this. It's based on the whale that inspired Moby Dick. Ooh. It was like a real whale called Mocha Dick. <laughs> and then, no, no, yes, it, it was wasn't a, called Mocha it Dick. It was called Mocha Dick. It was named after like a Mocha Island in the South Pacific or something. Oh, and not a coffee drink. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It was a Frappuccino Dick. <laughs> Listen to Who Charted Today on Earwolf.com. Or your favorite podcast app. This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gorley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.